0: Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Müller Corner.
1: muller
2: Welcome to the Dancing with the Stars official podcast. I'm Lottie Ryan and it is time for another installment from the training room as our remaining celebrities prepare for the first dance-off, which is happening on Sunday. Even saying dance-off gives me the shivers and immediately makes me sweat. But I've got to say, I, I'm i only really, I think, just getting over the drama and the emotion of last week's dedicated dance show. And now we should prepare for a head to head battle for survival this weekend. It's, it's a lot to take in. So over the next couple of minutes, I am going to be revealing the dances and the song choices, which our pairs will be using to try their very best to avoid dancing for a second time which is not easy for the judges on Sunday. So I went into the very smelly training rooms and I caught up with Billy, Grania and Ellen to see how they're preparing, plus the one... The only Lorraine Barry is also joining me with some technical tips. That's going to be for some of our celebrities. Plus, she's given me her thoughts just on the general series so far. We're going to hear what Lorraine thinks. Now, I've mentioned it a couple of times before with Brian and Lyra, but I have been in quite a few dance-offs. Um, was it two or three? I don't know. It was more than anyone else my season, anyway. Um, so I kind of have my fair share of experience, and I will say. It's not easy. It doesn't get easier. So try to avoid it at all costs. It is a lot of pressure. One, because the feeling of getting your dance right during the live show is a feeling like no other. The relief. If you don't make a mistake, you hit all your marks. And if you get a good score, it's such a relief. But you can still end up in the dance off. That's what happened to me. Um, And it's not nice because you're under the pressure all over again. And on top of that, you are physically exhausted after that minute and a half of dancing. And the idea of performing again, it's just, it really isn't easy. So we're going to do our very best to give people who are performing this weekend all the tips and tricks they need from Lorraine and hopefully just put their minds at ease. First up on the pod, I think it is time that we found out how our straight-talking, technically terrific judge Lorraine Barry thinks our celebs are doing so far this season. I am graced by the presence of the most stunning judge, Lorraine. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Lottie. And I know that we're obviously getting into talking about the dancing and the stuff that's very important, but just from a girl's perspective, the dresses!
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're liking them. I absolutely adore the dresses. Thank you so much. It's very personal because it's my student who is a designer artist who's now making them for me. So she's stepping away from the dancing and actually going in now to dress design.
2: I just think that's amazing because
0: I know a lot of people are going to be interested to know where the dresses from. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're all couture made and it's all personalized to me. Of course (laughs) they are. Of course (laughs) they are.
2: Lorraine, we are halfway through at this point. I can't believe we're at that stage already. And how has the season been for you in comparison to other seasons?
0: Um, all every season has its own. This season, I like it. I like the mix of people, the celebrities that we have. We also have new pros. So you you there is a different energy. You don't want to compare it so much to the last, but this one has a special vibe about it. There's a little bit of a hunger, a competitiveness about it. That's what I feel. Do you know, it's
2: funny that you say that because I definitely feel backstage. Mm, mm. There's a competitiveness that mm. I didn't feel in my season.
0: Yes, I agree. I feel it myself and I think it's you know like anything someone new comes in they're on your territory and you're thinking oh hold on a second you know and Pasquale did that with you they looked at him and they thought what are you doing it is true mm. though, it kind of pushes people to up their game a little bit. Very much so and I think that's good competition, not bad. Absolutely, mm. and what do you think with the
2: contestants this year, I always feel when you get to this halfway point it's like they either
0: break through what they've been working at mm. or they stay stagnant. Yes, I agree with you, I feel exactly the same and for me through all the emotions, you know, this dedicated dance, it was very emotional and I think that was good for some people as we saw, Matthew, the Immunity from the elimination. And then looking at other people that I felt like Erica, I think the emotion got to her. I think that it was Samantha Mumba who she wanted to do so much for that she just couldn't get on with the tango. And that is Lorraine's opinion. And she is going to be back a little bit later with some technical tips on
2: some of this week's dances. So let us get down to business. And as things stand, as I'm recording this episode, I can reveal nine couples will be taking to the floor this weekend. And I. I'm very happy to be about to give you all the gossip on the performances that you can expect. I am so happy as well to let you know that first up on Sunday are Missy and Irvina. So a massive welcome back to Missy. I'm so excited to say that she will be taking on a dance that I think is just going to suit her, uh, I think perfectly, down to the ground. She's performing at Charleston to Out Out by Joel Corey and Jax Jones featuring Charlie XCX. As we all know, Charleston is a mega, Mega fun routine. It is fast, it's feisty, it's full of footwork, it's got a lot of wacky faces that you have to make. I did my Charleston with Emily. I was absolutely blessed to be given the chance to do a same sex couple dance. And I couldn't have picked a more wonderful partner than Emily to get to do it with because I did it to Woman Up by Beyonce. And it was just, it was such an intense performance. I was dripping in sweat by the end of it. So Missy, I will say make sure you keep that stamina up and other than that, have fun because this is just the definition of a fun dance. Now, let us take our first trip to the training room and after one of the, I think personally, most genuinely emotional TV moments in years with his dance for Christy Dignam, I decided to see how Billy McGuinness was doing. Billy and Hannah, thank you for taking the time out of rehearsals to have a very quick chat with me. Before I ask you about what you're doing in there, I just want to say, Billy, I don't even know how to put into words how emotional it was watching mm. you do your dance on Sunday. I do genuinely think the whole country cried with yourself <laughs> and Hannah afterwards.
3: Every every move in that dance, Hannah it, it, she told me what the move was. Mm-hmm. When I put my arms around her, I was protecting her in the crazy world. So every move meant something. And I was thinking about Christy, and I was thinking about the 40 years we've been together. And all that emotion just came out of me. And I really... I. I just started crying and yeah. I, I apologize if i upset anyone because it was just so <laughs> emotional it was so emotional <laughs> what you, are you know?
2: Doing yeah, I know i know it was i feel like I it was it was almost therapeutic for you yeah and then oh, when I hannah definitely. started
3: crying as well oh, i was
2: uncontrollable as soon as i see someone cry i just can't and yeah. um, now looking ahead you guys are in there practicing uh-huh. the american smooth billy how are you finding an american smooth
3: yeah, it's a lot easier than the than the that dance we did last week <laughs> because it's it's kind of it's kind of structured. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, the moves are there. Um, yeah, it's I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying it, and I think it's going to be a good dance for me again. I I won't say fun. Billy will be back, but. I, I'm very cheeky much enjoying Billy. it we'll cheeky. have a bit oh, we'll have of,
4: yeah, a new cheekiness. one
3: cheekiness right. we'll have cheekiness.
2: He, <laughs> <sounds, laughs> he sounds like somebody you want to meet on a Saturday night doesn't he Billy how do you feel nerves wise about the fact that the old dance off is
3: creeping into the mm-hmm. competition oh that's gonna be I mean I'm a model for the dance off next week I think I'm gonna be in the bottom two 100% Billy, do you uh, really Billy <laughs> uh, yeah why do you think that I just do I just honest <laughs> to god I do uh, I mean I, I, I hope i'm not i hope i'm not but i mean you look at you look at dancers like erica and you look at nina and you look at, at jordan like they're knocking it out of the park every week i'm enjoying myself i have a great dance instructor <laughs> teacher when hannah so team banana I think we're going to be in it for a little while longer, but I think we will be doing the dance-off next week.
2: Ah, Billy! Would you have a little faith in yourself? I believe in Team Banana. I really do. And I believe Cheeky Billy at the weekend is going to be a Billy that everybody wants to see. So best of luck to them. Himself and Hannah are going to be performing their American Smooth to Dean Martin's Ain't That a Kick in the Head. Love the song. Love an American Smooth. Love Billy. Winning combination. Now, Nina Carberry performed last week in such an elevated form of happiness that I almost didn't recognise her. She just looked like she was having so much fun with her performance. It was a very different uh, dance to what we had seen her do and this week is going to be no exception because Nina and Pasquale will be taking on a Viennese waltz to At Last by Beyonce. And, you know, we're constantly saying it on the podcast. Nina just has, she just has this ability to, to reinvent herself every week. And I think this is going to be no exception. I can't wait to see the routine. And actually, Nina, if you are listening, Lorraine Barry is giving her thoughts on what she's expecting from you in a couple of minutes. So you don't want to miss that. Next up, Nicholas Roach and Karen Byrne are going to take to the floor dancing a waltz to a take that classic. Love ain't here anymore. But what is the difference between a waltz and a Viennese waltz? I decided to ask Lorraine. Nicholas
0: and Karen, they're going Mm. to be doing a waltz. Mm. You definitely have to know what you're doing in this one because it's so slow. And the actual theme of a waltz is to close your feet. So it's all about closing your feet. So you have what we call the half of a natural turn. We have the chasse, again, closing the feet. And that's what I'm going to be looking for. And of course, the lightness, that elevation, up on the toes, lowering the heel, lovely movement across the floor. I'm
2: still there. Nicholas, if you're listening, feet, feet, feet. It's always Nina that. and Pasquale, mm. a
0: Viennese waltz. Yeah, it's a fast one as well. It's 60 bars per minute. So the speed. What? Yeah, it's a fast one. It really is fast. And again, it's all about closing the feet and getting lots of like swirling, swirling movement, circular movements around the ballroom here. And it does take a lot of energy. And of course, you're in hold. You can come out of hold a little bit, but don't overdo that either for me because again if you read the script when it's a ballroom dance I like to see a lot of ballroom
2: Now, you see, myself, Brian and Lyra, the the three of us could chat for hours about various dances on our Monday episode of the podcast with all sorts of bizarre, made-up choreography language. Lyra, I'm looking at you. But Lorraine Barry, she just, she explains it so eloquently and so clearly and all in just 60 seconds. That's why she's the pro. So let's go back to the stinky training room where everybody is sweating buckets as they rehearse for Sunday's show. I want to catch up with the wonderful Gráinne Show and I just needed to know how did she feel after her performance last week?
5: i had a ball i had an absolute ball i mean we hadn't done anything like that before had we
4: absolutely not i think all <laughs> she was missing was drinking her hands she was just having the time <laughs> of her life and just giving it everything like did you just kept saying like you know they wanted to see different sides of show again and she really brought i mean like as she's clearly said it was really uncomfortable for her to deliver a performance like that yeah. and to shake it all about on national telly so i mean she did a phenomenal job
2: was it uncomfortable for you
4: oh yeah it's it's very
5: like i was a news anchor for 10 years i was gonna years. say she does that all the time yeah <laughs> the whole time yeah. I'd be going around good evening <laughs> shaking shaking, shaking. Yeah. good evening and then say says shake it more yeah I, I know i was like my teeth were rattling what, <laughs> the, what more <laughs> do you want
2: from me <laughs> 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 you're practicing for next week a tango mm. um how do you feel about a
5: tango grania i'm really excited about the tango because i think i can really bring the news anchor side of me to the tango you know Why, what about it you always say it's a very womanly dance I Exhibit A, yeah. I am a woman. She is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you definitely have that box ticked. <laughs> and it's a serious sort of a dance in that it's a powerful dance. And I think I can tap into my Good Evening, The Headlines energy. Oh, do you know what I mean? do you know say that again. Yeah. Yeah. I love the I way, way that she voice. says it. Do it <laughs> again, go on. go on. Go on. Good Evening, The Headlines this evening. What? Go up, that.
4: Go up, that. I can
5: do it in Gaelic <laughs> as well. Go on, go oh, on, oh, give okay, it care, to no, us. Go on. Go on. Go on, go on. Go on, give
4: Even better. No, I like it in English. Oh, do you? I like it, (laughs) Oscualga.
5: So, in rehearsals,
2: um, do you think she can channel this aside of her?
4: Oh, she already is. She's really, really bringing it this week. So, they said they wanted more, and they wanted more, and they wanted more. So, we're just going to give them more. And whether. Granny's more is enough for them. We don't know but we're going to just give it and give it and give it and give it. And Um, that's all we can do. And
2: what what in a tango technically does she need to focus on?
4: Tango is quite different to everything we've done. It's Bent knees all the time. He leads very flash. Grania's a great, <laughs> a great swinger. She can swing around wow. the room. I praise High La- praise. <laughs> I can't wait till
5: Brian Dowling hears that
4: oh, one. For <laughs> God. She's a great swinger. Yeah, so I'm a it's swinger. it's completely different to anything yeah. we've done in the ballroom dances, American smooth. The waltz they were quite similar. This is totally different. So that's the challenge this week to keep that staccato action going.
5: Mm.
2: A challenge you're willing to accept?
5: Indeed. <laughs> and now the sport. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ah, here the news anchor voice from Grania is just my my absolute new favourite thing. Um, I don't know if I prefer hearing Grania's news anchor voice or this clip.
3: Lyra love you
2: I don't know it's toss up between the two anyway um, Grania and John's Tango is going to be to Santa Maria by Gotten Project and I have a feeling that it's going to be fabulous now next to Matthew McNabb and Laura Nolan who of course they get the pleasure of performing with no risk zero risk of elimination from the show they of course won last week's immunity challenge can you imagine how good that feels I would say they have had the nicest week in training just focusing on the dance enjoying the movement not cutting a sweat about the elimination Matthew's going to be doing a cha-cha-cha with Dynamite by BTS and I think it's going to be interesting to see the impact that his secure place in this week's competition has on on his performance on Sunday like will he still push himself the same distance even though he knows he's secure in the competition it would be interesting to see Now I'm catching up with Ellen Keane next who together with Stephen Vincent is taking on a foxtrot. Now I caught up with Ellen in training but I just had to find out how she felt after her epic performance to Queen Bee's Who Run The World last week because let's face it, it was iconic.
1: Oh my God, it was a dream. And because I just felt so much pressure beforehand, like during the week, because it was Beyonce. And like, you can only do a Beyonce dance like Beyonce. Like you have to give it your all. And for a few days there, I was like, uh, me me and Steven have so much fun in rehearsals that I was like tripping over myself when we were trying to be serious. And I just kept laughing and I couldn't do serious. But we got there in the end and literally like that's, like I dedicated the dance to my best friend, Ash, who she is the biggest Beyonce fan ever. That is her dream. And I just wanted to kind of live it for her because I was given the opportunity and I hope I did her part. So you guys are in
2: rehearsals for next week. Steven, can you reveal what you're practicing?
1: So we're practicing the Foxtrot, which is a complete switch of gears to what we've just done the previous week. Foxtrot is very it's very controlled. It's very smooth. You could, you're gliding across the floor. There's a lot of technique uh, that Ellen's been, you know, I'm drilling into Ellen. Um, and like I said, it's a complete switch of gears. We're back into frame again. <laughs> Haven't been in frame for Woo! a while, consistently at least. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's an so, interesting one. So,
2: Ellen, do you like being in frame? Because a lot of people find that they prefer one or the other. They prefer either being out of frame or in frame. Is it something that you feel you thrive on?
1: I hated being in... I hated the tango because it was week one. I was in frame. I, f- I just... I just wasn't comfortable. But on Sunday, there were parts of the dance where we were in frame and we weren't in frame. And I actually really enjoyed being in frame. So I think I'm getting used to it. And I think I kind of understand it a bit more. And the more you understand it, the kind of easier nearly it is. Well, it takes a second, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it's not... Well, I, like, I remember thinking,
2: when was the last... When I was doing the show, I thought, when was the last time I danced with a boy? And I was like, was probably at my wedding or something. Like, it's not... I've some- never... <laughs> Never done this before. <laughs> so, because my parents would say to me, oh, but we used to dance in discos together, but our generation don't do that. No, and if they do, there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that the dance-off is creeping in? I think um, a lot of people get nervous at this stage of the show because nobody wants to take part in a dance-off.
1: Well, see, with swimming, like, I have heats and finals, and I love doing things twice. So I'm actually... I. I don't think I'll mind. I, I don't want to go home, but I don't, I don't think I'll mind doing it twice. I never
2: thought of it like that. So you feel like you could handle the pressure of it if you were in one?
1: Yeah, you just have to step up and go do it. Like, And hopefully the judges favour you over the other person, the best dancer will get through. Well, that is some
2: fight and talk there. I have to say, um, I really respect Ellen's approach to the dance-off. I mean, that is the Olympian in her, I suppose. She really shows such focus drive determination towards the competition now next up is Erica Cody who is set to perform a salsa to Camilla Cabello's Don't Go Yet Erica and Dennis um, they did a super performance last Sunday but I mean they received mixed comments from the judges Brian wasn't mad about the routine so it's going to be interesting to see how she approaches this week I'm interested to see um, just based off of the fact that everything to date have been so positive for Erica it was bound to happen. She was going to have a week where she hit a little bump in the road. She's only human. Um, so we'll see how she takes that criticism on board and implements it into this week's show. Now, Jordan Comroy and Saloma Chichua will be last to perform. And we all know I've said this a million times if you're going to be last to perform on the show, it usually means there's something special. Um, he is ramping up the tempo now. He's doing a jive to Bruno Mars, Runaway Baby. It's, I I think it's going to be amazing. Both of those performances now from Jordan and Erica are, I would say, they're both going to be fairly high octane. So let's hear what advice Lorraine has for the two of them. Erica and Dennis are going to be doing a salsa. So what would you like to see from her with a salsa?
0: Well, the script for a salsa is fun. It's lots of rhythm changes. They have lifts, the possibility of doing that. I say pack it in. You've got it. You've that's your opportunity, and you've got to use that opportunity when you get it. So that would be my tip: lots of hips, lots of movement, and just keep it going from the first beat to the last. So. Jordan
2: and Salome have got a jive. I hear the word jive and I get out of breath.
0: Yeah, exactly, because it's so upbeat and the speed of the music. And again, it's. Again, Again, reading the script. I always say, read the script. When it's a jive, it's the kickball chain, it's the kicks, it's the flicks. You know, you've got a lot of energy in that dance and you've got to keep it up again from the beginning to the end. You don't want those dying moments and you don't want moments that you struggle with in the middle of it because that can mess up the end. So make it clean. Keep to the script. So, I don't think she
2: could have said it enough times. Lorraine wants you to stick to the script, and when Lorraine says it, you've got to do it. I couldn't have gotten better advice for you guys, so please listen to her. So, those are the nine performances that we can expect to see on Sunday night, and with the prospect of a dance off and an elimination. I think the atmosphere is going to be off the scale. I'm going to be in studio chatting with the celebs and I'll bring you all the latest on Monday as myself, Lyra and Brian assess how the performances went and if the judges made the right call on the next elimination. Please don't forget, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on rte.ie forward slash podcast and make sure to check out the Dancing with the Stars Ireland socials all across the weekend where James Patrice will be backstage with loads of gossip. and never forget to keep potting.
0: Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Müller Corner. muller